hello and welcome to the Four Bean Podcast. We're back again because he's been away again, on holiday again. Yes, this colour is the sun. Al's is blood pressure and cholesterol most probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty but much. It feels like ages, Al. It feels like we haven't done this for ages. It does, well, we haven't. Uh, two weeks. It feels longer. It does, feel like, yeah. it does feel longer. But anyway, we are back. <laughs> We're back. This is episode 34. And today we are going to be discussing all things sports, utility, vehicle related, aren't we? We are. We were going to do our second part of our first car memories, weren't we? But we were. We'll do that next time. Yeah. But you see, I've got to a bit of a breaking point with, with SUVs and I am totally conflicted. Go on then. <clears throat> okay. So... I've never had an SUV before or a 4x4. I was brought up in a family where we didn't really, we didn't, they weren't thought of. It was always small, fast cars, saloons, coupes, whatever. 4x4s, just weren't, we weren't interested in them. Then as I got older and obviously got married and married into a family where they did a lot of motorway driving and everything else, they always had big 4x4s. It was Range Rovers, X5s, X4s, X6s. So I married into a family that did. And then, me and my wife, we always kind of like, didn't resist it, but we we moved into like the one series world. Always had smaller cars. What are you conflicted about? I'm conflicted about the fact that I own one, oh. which I was getting to, but I was giving the people you know a bit of a, a bit of a leading. I'm sure by now, do you know exactly what cars you've got? It's going to be one of them. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So right, I'll shut me up. I own an X3. I love it. I absolutely think it's a brilliant car. But you don't like SUVs, do you? But I think we've hit a bit of a breaking point with SUVs. A bit of a, a bit of a tipping point. I think they are now becoming stupid. I struggle with the whole SUV thing because when I was a lad, we never had SUVs. Just had four by fours. And I just want to know when did four by fours stop? When did SUVs begin? Because for me, an SUV was always an American, an American thing. Exactly, you've answered your own question. Which, you? which what has <coughs> had the Cadillac Escalade and all that? Yeah. That's an SUV. That's a four by four as well. We've just become Americanized, haven't we? We've, we're moving into the American market. But I see an SUV yeah. as not being a four by four. I know, we, I know it's got four wheel drive. Yeah. But for me. Well, an SUV should be as well. Should be able to off-road. Now, can half of these SUVs these days off-road? Can they? Really? Well, this all became <laughs> this all came about anyway because of the the Aston Martin DBX. DBX, obviously, horrible. I like it only because don't forget I saw the camouflage version at the yeah. factory, yeah, and it's better than that was. Right, right. So I think I was like, "Whoa, it's not that bad after all." The, the DBX. Firstly, it looks like a Ford. The front, no, it, it does. Your car has got the same front as an Aston Martin. Yeah, the Ford is ripping off the Aston, not the Aston ripping off the Ford. It looks like a big Ford. It looks like a big Ford. Looks like a jumped-up Ford Cougar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Secondly, right, this is this is where I'm conflicted because I think four by fours should be powerful. I think SUVs and four by fours should be powerful, but I don't think they should be fast. So you're going. They should be torque, not speed. It should be yeah. So. They should be able to pull. They should be able to. You should be able to winch something to the back of it and pull another car out of a swamp. Yeah, that and also you've got to remember that these are big, heavy cars, and most of them are luxurious. You look at Range Rovers, you look at top end Mercs, BMs, whatever. They are big, heavy lumps of cars. All the kit in them, big leather seats, everything else. So 
you don't want a piddly little engine in it. You want a big engine in it that will make you go, but it shouldn't have, they shouldn't have G counters on them and lap time recorders and be doing 180, 190 miles an hour. They just shouldn't. And this is why I'm getting so irate about it. Like, if you, ultimately, if you want a 4x4 or an SUV, your aim is a Range Rover. Yeah? You well, want... not anymore, is it? Because of all these, you know, you, you've got your Aston now and you've got your... Yeah, but that's in a, the Maybach's coming out. Yes, but that's in a different class. The Lambo and all that. That's in a different class, isn't it? They are unattainable. They are unattainable. And well, for a reason, Range Rovers are underground, isn't it? Well, exactly. So what are you looking at for a Maybach? Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So you, you want a Range Rover and you still want to keep a, a, a modicum of class. You get a Range Rover, but you'd get a, a Range Rover Vogue or an autobiography. At a push, you'd get a Range Rover Sport. Okay, yeah. fine. No issue with that. But why, in God's name, would you get a Range Rover SVR with, a, like, a 4.8 V8 engine in it with a full Recaro racing interior? Why? Why would you? Why would you want a racing Range Rover? If you want to go fast and go around corners and, and drift and power slide and do whatever... Buy a car that's built to do that. Buy a Porsche. Buy a Ferrari. Buy a whatever. Yes, but people like sitting high up. <laughs> Don't they? They're used to that view and being high, and everyone's below me. But well, you I'm look go fast now as well. stupid. I'm not you, you look stupid. I'm not saying you don't look stupid. I'm saying anything has to be. I've only ever seen. SVR Range Rovers. I've seen a few of them. I've only ever seen them in blue, and they're in a real bright blue. And most of them have got like a contrasted interior, like a cream or something like that. And you can see these big, massive bucket seats that come round. And you just think you're in a Range Rover. You are in a Range Rover. So I love Range Rovers, but the SVR, stupid, totally ridiculous. I would like Range Rover. <laughs> I would like Range Rover or Land Rover to make a sports coupe. Just go the opposite direction. Do it. Do you know what I mean? Do it. Everyone's encroaching on their territory. Yeah. You know, let's, have, you go, let's have a bit of theirs. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I've been a bit fishy just there, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I totally get you. But even like, you know, Mercedes and BMW and a Audi as well. You get a big 3-litre X5 or Q7. That is all you need. You, you can insure it. You can run it. The daily costs are high but manageable. But then... They've you get an X5M, an X3M, you know, and a Mercedes AMG. Yeah. As soon as you, they, they've still got a three liter engine in them. They'll still shift. So, why get an X6M when you can have an X5 and an M3? It's just, uh, I think it's just one people are stupid. Two, it's just the manufacturers giving stupid people. Another target above what you've got. So they yeah. think, oh, that's better than what I've got. I better get that. Yeah. It's just keeping up with the Joneses. I go back to when SUVs began and my 4x4s end. I think our 4x4s became SUVs in the 90s, probably, when the Chelsea tractors, yeah, yeah, when yeah, women yeah. started yeah. using to take the kids to school in London. That's they when they became SUV, SUVs. And they wouldn't even be used to being a field. They used to go 100 yards down to, down to Kiddie School. Aren't they all? 
what 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 well, off road is now? That's when that's where the biggest stars. When are they going off road? Well, when are they? I walk down our road and every other driveway has got an X5, a Range Rover. What else? Whatever. None of them have gone off road. SUVs are all pure laziness. They're all pure laziness. People want space in the car. Okay, you can have an estate. Yeah. Oh, but you have to spend down to get an estate. You have to spend down to put your kids into an estate. I just want to go like that and not go like that. It's just pure laziness. I want loads of space in the back, but I don't want to bend down. It's just laziness. Yeah, it and like how it's just old dope, so it's easy. It's easy for me to get beat out. You can be on the back of a car. You just can't be bothered bending down, can you? And I think a lot of it as well was to do with safety as well. Yes, the four by fours, especially Range Rover, was always had top safety ratings. Yeah, yeah. So people were like, well, if I sit in one of these and I get hit because I'm a crap driver. The kids won't get hurt. Yeah. Or if you are the good driver and a crap driver goes into the back of you. It'll bounce off me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, to be fair, mate, that is a really valid point. And that certainly was in my thinking when we got ours, especially with everything that happened last, I understand. last winter with, you know, with spinning and ice and everything else with the M140. That was paramount. It really was. When I mean me, I just thought we're going to put them in something safe. That doesn't make me a bad driver. That just means that I want to ensure the safety of, what of happens, my passengers. What was when the next three hits an hits next three? The end of the world. <laughs> just <laughs> just apocalypse. Anyway, should we go back to the Aston? For, yes. Yeah. yeah. When I told you, I know why it's been built. It's been built. Right, go on. Right, I'm going to read this now. I'm going to read as best I can anyway. This is from The Guardian. Now, bear in mind, The Guardian is a lefty commie toe rag paper of a paper now but and you gotta be a man it's not like rich people it doesn't like cars however there's bits in this which is from the horse's mouth okay headline is Aston Martin it's a Ford by the way show the camera it's a Ford it's a Ford Mondeo Aston Martin unveils a £158,000 SUV aimed at wealthy women right Right, ba, 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 ba. right. It, it's it's also about SUVs sell, okay, and anyone that sells that keeps a car manufacturer afloat, they're gonna do. Of course they are. The company floated last year. In that year, its shares went down by seventy five percent. Yeah, that's three quarters they yeah. lost. So you got to do something about that, right? So they think making a jacked up Ford and selling it for hundred fifty eight thousand pound is gonna do that. They hoped the longer waited. By nobody. DBX model would widen its appeal to wealthy women, as all as almost all of its current customers are men. Right, hundred eighty-one miles an hour, not sixty-two and four point five seconds. Why? That's ridiculous. Why would you? Why would you need that for? Okay, uh, you get nineteen point seven to the gallon. Rubbish. Um, but, 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 hang on a second. Now, just look down here. To be fair, though, I mean it's it's justified a new, a new factory in South Wales, hasn't it? So you you, 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 you saved all those jobs. Yeah, until nobody buys them. Mm. Okay, just hang on a second. Aston Martin said the DBX had been very deliberately created with instant familiarity. Familiarity, it's easy for you to say. And ease of use from the start. Now they're being really patronising. What they're saying is we've made it easy to use with dead easy buttons because women are daft. You that's need to be really mean. careful what you're talking about. I'm here. saying that's what they're saying. You don't endorse that, Noel. No, but no. Oh, good. 
I'm saying what they say. We made it ease of use from the start because of our target audience. Which is shocking. I hope they go bust. Right. Each button and dial has been carefully positioned. Following extensive testing from external counsel, including the brand's female advisory board. Why have you got a female advisory board? I don't know. Maybe okay. we could tweet them and ask them. Mm. Okay. Um, a spokesman added. I didn't see who it is. A spokesman. We do intend to make this car much more female-friendly. And Aston Martin. Okay. Right. Until now, our customer base has been predominantly male, except for China, where it's 50-50. That's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We want to broaden it out. We want to not talk about making cars only for women. Yes, you are. But we want to make our cars more practical for women and families as well as men. All about making money. Yeah. It's yeah, all yeah. about making yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, right, thanks for that. Sorry, hang on a second. Oh, Aston Martin set up its female advisory board in 2015. The aim was to bring women into the inner sanctum of Aston Martin to understand what drives them at that emotional level, hormones, and understand how we could better engage with that growing group of global customers. So they want to make feminine cars. Yeah. Because there's a market there, yeah. and they haven't got a piece of it. Yeah, exactly. That's it, just be honest, Aston. Just be honest. Yeah. So fluffy language. I don't. Wait a minute. One no, more thing. I'll One more thing. This is this is this is quite telling, guys. Ninety-four percent of Aston Martin's customers are male. The senior manager, I won't see the name. One of the senior managers said, "It might be that the husband, boyfriend, or son comes home and says, i 'I'm going to buy a supercar, or I'm going to buy a Ferrari Lamborghini,' and the woman says, 'No, you're not. You're having a midlife crisis, but you can have an Aston.'" How old's the mum if the son's having a midlife crisis? Well, this is what Aston are thinking now. Aston need to give you head a wobble. You live in the past. Stop you live it in the past. The DBX, fair enough. Twitter, social media, everything's blowing up. People are absolutely raving about it. To me, it's 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 a DB11 on stilts. You can put a line through the top of its roof light and turn it back into a normal Aston Martin. The back looks like it's been reversed into a lamppost and the front looks like a Ford and there is no need for it. If I want to do 0-62 in sub 5 seconds and I want a top speed of 186 miles an hour, buy an Aston. Yes, but you're not woman. But it doesn't matter, women have got common sense as well, you know Al. know what I mean is. So, this goes back to the whole thing. SUVs and 4x4s should be big, luxurious, powerful cars. I have no issue with Range Rovers, BMs, Mercs or Audis. Absolutely fine. That's been their bread and butter for years, right? So, and I know the big manufacturers have a big model range, saloons, coupes, estates, 4x4s. Fine with that. Absolutely. But Ferrari, Aston Martin, Lamborghini, your bread and butter is is the elite is those really special super duper sports cars that's what your reputation has been built on and now you all seem to think that you have to build a 4x4 you don't people will buy a ferrari and if they've got enough money to buy a ferrari they've got enough money to buy a range rover as well so buy a sports car to do your sporty things in buy a 4x4 to do your family and off-roading and whatever else the shopping whatever don't have a supercar 4x4? Does not the fact, does it, that if a rich woman, whatever, foreigner, somebody who bags a million dollars, and all she goes into Aston and goes, I want to ask for 4x4 and I'll spend £100,000 on it, why have you made one? 
course. And I still make one. Yeah, of course they would. And I suppose they've done. Yes. But I thought everyone's done. Lamborghini's done it. I tell you, the worst one for me, because I love, love, love them, is Porsche. Because I now look at McCann, the McCann, and I would I would have a McCann tomorrow. Pretend goes against everything that I've said. So. But I can't. I can't do it. Because the McCann is just a 911 on stilts, so I'd get the driving experience from the 911. But you need a four, you need a four by four, so get a McCann. No, because I've got, I've got, I can have both. But you've got an X3, so you obviously, you obviously want an SUV. Yeah. So I don't want one that you really want. I do. I really wanted the X3. Oh, I know you did. But do you want know I mean? But I, I'm not buying that McCann because it's 180 miles an hour. I wouldn't care if the McCann did 115 miles an hour. It looks it looks good. And it's a Porsche. Yeah. So. But ultimately, 911s and boxers and everything else is where they made. That's their bread and butter. So I'd rather they stayed in that lane rather than all the lanes. Okay, but would you not like a Porsche that you could put the baby in and do the shopping in? Porsche are going to back a 911. Shopping. Well, a week's shopping. And the baby's pram. Baby doesn't need a pram anymore. When she needed the pram. I just, again, I sound stupid because there's powerful SUVs and 4x4s in the family. There's an X5 M50D. You which, said that. Yeah, I know. But I wasn't getting to the point of I've driven the X5 and I've driven the M140. Both very, very powerful cars. But the experience and the dry, and the actual enjoyment came from the M140, not the X5, because I knew that if I went round that roundabout to that speed in the M140 and did it in the X5, I'd nearly fall out the X5, because it's still big, luxurious and soft, because that's what people want. People want to have their bum massage while they're driving, but give them 600 brake horsepower as well. It doesn't go. And Audi, Audi have made the RSQ8 They've slammed it on its suspension. They've painted it lime green and then gone, actually, you know what? You might as well have an RS6 estate. You know what I mean? I, I know you said you were going to have a rant, but this is a rant. What do you want? An RSQ8 in lime green with suspension so low it won't go over a speed bump? Or an RS6, which is what it was made for? The RS6 is four-wheel drive. It's got a massive boot. It's got 600 brake horsepower. It goes like stink. It ticks all the boxes. RS6 or RSQ8. Yeah, but the it's as big as Q8. Yeah, but yeah. the RS6 had to bend down, don't you? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Bill's down to. Oh. Right, so is that, is that what we're saying then? You, you, you think it should be one of the other. You're saying that. You're I, quite I, clear what you think. To be, right? to be fair, though, Alan, this is really rare for us. I see both sides. Yeah. I totally agree. I'm not saying I don't agree with you. No. I'm just saying this, that's how it is. Yeah. If Aston Martin know that something's going to float their company for the next decade, they're going to build it. And if, if that car underpins their AMRs or the, the racing yeah, division, yeah. they're yeah. going to do it, aren't they? Of course they, they are. Absolutely. So. And it's the same with all of them. But again, I know, I know there's one coming from Ferrari. I just know there is. is. Yeah. But they're making the GTC for Lusso and the FF, and that's all you need. Not if you put your pram in the boot. <laughs> but they've got hatchbacks. You can put. I'm going out to buy. A, a, I'm going out to buy a McCann Turbo. <laughs> I hope you do, mate. I'd love to go on one. I hope you do. So I know what you think, and I, I'm just. I know what you mean, and I think you're right. But at the end of the day, money talks, doesn't it? It does. Money talks, and that's the end of that, really.
It is. Um, so, do you agree or do you disagree? Let us know on our social media, please. Yes. Please. Come on. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're at Four Beam Cars. Yeah. And this video is going to be on YouTube. It is. Four Beam Channel. Uh, and also, it's a podcast as well, obviously. Yep, like, subscribe our YouTube channel as well, and comment. I'm sorry if I went off on a bit of a rant there. You can always tell me to shut up and get back in my box in YouTube. I'll be there in the sort day, as I'm bored I am. Um, okay, so we'll see you next week. Thank you for watching and listening, and please tell people about us, and we need some people to listen to, isn't it? We hope you enjoy watching us and having a laugh and stuff. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Especially when he loses it. It's not very often to be honest. It's not, but I, I could... me loses it. Yeah, I could have gone more. I could have really gone more. Like I said, I think we're at a real tipping point, but I, I'll, I'll zip in now and let, let's move on and let's skip into the weekend. It's Friday. It's Friday. Okay, people, happy Friday. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.